Genre. Back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we go 42 blocks in seven and a half minutes to analyze <laughs> and celebrate Spider-Man 2, one red light running minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Zach Luna. Uh. And today we are wrapping up our first week of season two with minute five. Yeah. Which starts with Mr. Aziz telling Peter that he's a nice guy, but he's just not dependable and ends with uh, Spider-Man web-slinging out of an alley as a guy goes, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> back in Dr. Pepperland, everybody. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, the Dr. Pepper guy. That extra, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's it's my favorite thing. I'm just... Yeah. Th- this guy is just killing it. He's really enjoying this pizza. Yeah. He's got... Do you notice he's got, he's got the wax dr pepper cup but it's not out of a fountain drink he asked for a separate <laughs> cup for his bottle of dr pepper that is he empty. also has yeah he has the empty bottle in front of him yeah so that must be what he's drinking um unless he's like, i'm not um, gonna drink out of a bottle like a heathen yeah come on man what do you say? give me a cup it's like it's like he went to a bar and he was like he didn't like anything they had on draft and so he asked for dr pepper not Dr. Pepper, but he asked for some kind of beer, <laughs> and then he poured his own beer into his own glass because he didn't want to drink it out of the out of the bottle. Out of the bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's he's really he's committed to. I mean, he's so confident in his behavior, and it's not in a distracting way. I mean, it's in a a fun, lived-in way. Like right. I, there is there is the tendency with extra work, and I, I I say this having been one of these extras before, um, to maybe be a little too timid because like you don't you don't want to like draw a focus away from the, the main action you know you'll get yelled at so you, you just right. you don't you don't want to do too much you're just there existing in the background and trying to have the story but you also might sometimes have extras that are like trying to pull focus and you know they're too big and that's the one where the like the ad whispers something and then somebody runs up and grabs them and moves them out of the scene for the next take but here Pizza man, Dr. Pepper drinker boy, he has just landed in this sort of aggressively not caring attitude where he's just doing his own little thing. He's got a whole little story. He's, I'm, you know, I don't care if the camera can see me. I'm not worried. I've got some things to do here. Like, here I am pulling up my drink. Is that still my drink? Yeah, I guess it is. Oh, it's Dr. Pepper. Great, I'm going to take a drink of that. I've still got behavior I can do here. I'll, I'm going to take a big bite of pizza. I'm going wa- to wipe my mouth, and I'm not going to care who so sees it. It's so natural <sighs> that I, yeah. I am not convinced he is an actual extra. I think he's just a customer <laughs> here to get pizza. 
at Joe's Pizza. And they're like, we're shooting a movie here. He's like, I don't care. I want pizza. And they're like, you're going to be in the movie. And he's like, I don't care. I want pizza. And they're like, all right, sign this waiver. Be quiet. Whenever we say rolling, he's like, yeah. And then like almost out of spite, just like totally. <laughs> yeah. The only the only distracting part is that he wipes his mouth after drinking the Dr. Pepper, uh-huh. uh, which is really, I don't know. It's just... <laughs> funny he but pours in, my- him, he pours <laughs> in the cup drinks it out of the cup and then wipes his mouth uh i don't know yo about it but again that might be if he is just regular joe pizza man who did not want to be an extra in this movie uh but is in it maybe he didn't he wasn't trying to match behavior from take to take you know That's and true. So maybe because he we do cut care. away <laughs> there's a little cut away to to uh mr mr aziz and peter there so Maybe in one take, he's like, yeah, I'm going to drink my drink. Screw it. And in the other take, he took a bite of pizza at the beginning of that. And they're just like merged together here where he's doing a pizza wipe. But after a thing, like he probably just sat there and ate pizza throughout the whole filming of the sequence and then yeah. went about his life. I, I also, uh, you know, if you're if we're looking at him as like an actual extra, like if he wasn't just some random guy. Yeah, um, sure. I yeah. also like that, like the idea of him being a little inexperienced uh, hmm. as yeah. an extra and coming in and then being like, Hey, you're, you're not going to want to eat the pizza. Cause we're going to do a bunch of takes. And so mm. he's spite eating the pizza because he's like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. The pizza. <laughs> uh, and then, and he probably regretted that choice. Of way. course. Yeah. Cause any, any instance where you have to eat food on screen, it's the, it's the double edged sort of it where like, it looks so much better when people, fully commit to eating the food but the actual onset lived experience of fully committing to eating the food is the worst thing in the world because you become way too full way too quickly and then you feel sick and awful and yep. uh your day is ruined completely by it so actors will always try to cheat their way out of having to actually eat <laughs> big stuff on camera unless they're like you know brad pitt who just wants to have shots of him eating because it's like it makes him look he thinks like he looks cool eating. Yeah, he looks cool. He's, yeah. you know, just like, like Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise running. When he's running. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So forty-two blocks in seven and a half minutes is literally impossible. Yeah. And yeah. Also, forty-two blocks is definitely outside of a delivery zone. Right? Like what? I, I mean, I granted, I never delivered pizza and i certainly never delivered it in in new york city but i have to assume that's way beyond the pale i mean if if you were like in a smaller city and you had to like go 42 block what is that in like miles or whatever that's like too far it's too far right no no i mean i mean it's i don't even think i don't i i could be wrong about this but i don't think blocks are specific as far as like what the oh, it's like is. a unit of measurement. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah. more of just like you know one street to the next street to the next street is a block, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So so I you know forty two streets, forty two <laughs> streets. <laughs> that's that's so many streets. That's so far outside. At that point, I feel like there's another Joe's Pizza that is closer to that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> And if they're going to go ahead and deliver because it's like a special case, I mean, it's eight extra large deep dish pizzas. It's a $300 order. Mm-hmm. More power to you for doing it. But you should at least do it under the caveat of uh, we're not we're not doing the delivery guarantee on this because you're outside of our delivery zone. 
Got it. Yeah, that you would know? make more sense. Yeah, yeah. Like, it makes me wonder who this client is that, you know, Mr. Aziz and whoever else is the higher-ups at Joe's Pizza, perhaps Joe himself, uh, is okay with this setup. That, like, why would you agree to keeping the delivery guarantee and serving this person so far away? Like, they've got to be some sort of, like, big, scary, Wolfram and Hart-esque yeah. company or something. Like, yeah. maybe they there's, like, they have one enormous... Uh, uh, company thing at some point that like it happens later in the year and that's going to get them a ton of money or something later so this is to keep up appearances it's just so weird it, yeah uh, <laughs> I, I mean I, I assume the only thing that the only explanation I can think of is that Joe has uh, murdered someone and the body was the bones <laughs> of the body were found and uh, their secretary at this place uh, knows a thing or two about bones, uh, and <laughs> he's trying to keep it on the DL <laughs> by offering this delivery guarantee uh, to to bones. And, uh, and, and oh yeah, and you've got your Wolfram and Hart connection there too. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Honest. With with See? the uh, CEO of Wolfram and Hart, right? right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The uh, yeah. we're getting on the good side of the Jeffersonian, uh, right? <laughs> As it were. Oh, uh, in any event, uh, Peter needs to go, um, which is <laughs> uh, just the greatest, uh, just the greatest line reading. It's a fantastic line read. It's, um, I feel like a lot of people might think if it was like written to be like a big, you know, go on the page, that would seem too much. But it's a human behavior here where it's a combination of like saying the word and also like groaning like a like a you know animal that's like just like so upset uh mm -hmm. that it's like combining this he, primal emotion with this moment it reminds me of um of what uh, james gunn mm -hmm. talks about when he talks about uh vin diesel recording for groot mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. he writes dialogue for groot and then yes. but but only vin diesel gets to see it because he has to perform the phrase i am groot through he has to perform the dialogue that only he sees through the yeah. phrase "I am Groot," and that's how he gets the the varied performance that he gets out of Vin Diesel. And yeah. it reminds me of this. It's like what he's saying is, "What are you do? What are you still doing here?" But yeah. <laughs> all he has to say is "Go." So go. he goes, "Go!" Like, what are you still doing here? Go! Yeah, yeah. this little—this little moment of humanity that it plays bigger than something generic or less specific or more safe would play, and and because of that, it like sticks in your brain. And then it's you know, I mean, this is again—we're two minutes into this movie, and we already have another iconic bit of phrasing that like rattles around in my head fairly often. The go. Oh, yeah. um, I I I wonder if this was some sort of like. This sort of smart offbeat choice might have been what landed him the the role on audition day, right? Like, sure. Because if you think about it, if you read twenty guys for this part, say 20, 20 people you read for it on the on the on the day, most get to this part, you know, where you've set everything up and then you tell them to go. Most might just yell "go" at Peter, and that's like a fine choice, you know, just frustration, generic frustration. And then one guy puts this button on it where he's just through the word "go." Yelling, why are you still here? Yeah. And and you laugh and 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 it's like, oh, that's it. That's that's the reality of it. Sure. Um 
even though it's it's big. I just yeah. it's really cool that you can do something like that, and then people are like, oh yeah, that's what I want in the movie, and then you get the part, and then all the cameras are on you, and they're doing these crazy lighting rigs so they can match the exterior daylight with the interior, and there's all these you know you know extras around and the Dr Pepper placement, and then you do the thing, and it lands, and it's the right take, and somebody says yes, and then like in editing they put it perfectly and then it makes it out in the world and then that's cinema it's yeah. like a piece of culture now i think that's so it's so cool and it's yeah. in one word no it's, Asif it's Manvi, man he's good really cool and yeah. it's it is uh you know all of the other takes on that on that phrase like you could do you could do i could see on the page reading this and thinking like oh yeah okay so you say uh, you know, the whole thing or your ass is fired mm-hmm. and then you go back to what you're doing and you look up and you see, see Peter and then you go, go. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Like you, you could totally play it that way and, mm-hmm. and, and see, like, I just made you laugh with that. But the yeah, reason, good, yeah, the reason that it doesn't work is because of the way it's edited. It needs to transition mm. us into a high octane sequence yes yes of him trying to get to the thing so if you do it that way it doesn't it doesn't work that's more of like a like a almost like a i don't even want to say necessarily a tv approach but like it just it's a lesser stakes approach right yeah exactly it's and and if you're wanting to transition into higher stakes the way that he plays it is a perfect transition into that and it just makes the editing so much more smooth yeah. As a result. Yeah. Because, because you no, don't have no, to do anything else else to transition into right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No bit sort of exists in isolation. Like the the bit that made me laugh is a fine bit, but it wouldn't work here because right. everything should be contributing to the overall story. And especially in this sequence, which is setting up the pizza dilemma, you gotta launch us out of it. And mm-hmm. and Monvi did that with one word. He's so good. He's so it's fun. <laughs> it's a fun movie. My God. Um Speaking of launching into it, so then we get... (laughs) Does this count as an action sequence? Yeah, I guess. Uh, You know, (laughs) our exterior... Pizza time sequence. Pizza time sequence. Exterior on New York... uh, Exterior on location in New York. Lane split and scooter uh, car chase. Uh, It's funny and fun. And it's still, like, nerve-wracking. The... It, the the shots are kind of structured like this is a um like a, a high stakes car chase and it is high stakes for us because of what's on the line in terms of his job and whatnot but it also makes me laugh as it's happening because sam raimi i don't know like this is he is delightful <laughs> he's so good like i i honestly think this is one of the best directed sequences in the whole movie mm-hmm it's so immediately memorable and immediately re-endears you to Peter and where he is. And I just remember watching this sequence and just having a gigantic smile plastered on my face. Yeah. Uh, Because I was like, oh man, I am, you know, there's always that worry. Like, is it going to be as good as the last one? Because the last one was pretty Mm -hmm. good. And then you just Mm -hmm. watch this. Oh no, it is. It totally, I'm I'm in good hands. (laughs) Uh, it's, It's just, it's great. Um, I, I love the way 
it it cuts between like where you're not really seeing him like the way that they edit around the fact that you know there's obviously a stunt driver on this motorcycle right right yeah um is done really well because it it just adds to like kind of the silliness of the yeah. situation that we're, we're zoomed in a little too close you know yeah and that's fine like it you know it puts us into this other world not not like a a, a world that's unrealistic because this is probably one of the more realistic versions of locales we see in the film because it is on location. But in terms of not that this is becoming a different type of movie here, but that we are entering into a new type of sequence. So the way that we shoot it will adjust. Mm -hmm. And this too close crop thing, um, makes it seem bigger than life makes it seem you know like the the shot where like the 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 bike backfires a little bit like there's yeah time for a joke in here in among that and it all just like flows together until we hit the clock moment and right well I, and it's God, and it's it. also it, it's also all these tight shots to sort of recreate the feeling of you know the the tight spaces right yeah the claustrophobia of literally you're not in a a full-size car doing whatever you're going you're in a lane in between cars. Right. Um, yeah. That's just, it's not super overt stylization. It's not, you know, crazy abstraction. It's just, how does the way we shoot this reinforce how we're supposed to feel? And it is just done very, very well, very yeah. cleanly. I don't know. And then Peter yeah. forgets what a red light is. Um, and almost <laughs> dies. He literally watches... It's like the worst spider sense ever. I mean, granted, <laughs> he he's only able to turn, I assume, or turn in time, I assume, because of the spider sense. But like, yeah, dude, like you don't need you don't even need your spider sense to know what a red light is. Uh, stop. <laughs> That's available to all of us. That yeah. is a signal we get from our environment that tells <laughs> us danger's coming. <laughs> a little literal signal. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and he just he just go blast right past it. And almost runs smack dab into into Mary Jane's face again on the side of a bus. Which is a gag I did not notice until I, I several times seeing this movie because it is so <laughs> Every quick. time he almost wrecks, it's because he's looking at MJ. Yes! <laughs> That's literally her face on the side of the bus and he's got to avoid it. Oh, it's yeah. fun. Uh this little backpack and everything. I love the bungee cords strapping the like pizzas to the back of the mm -hmm. scooter. And <sighs> that being said, all those pieces are going to be ice cold. By the oh time God! Yeah, no, it's awful. There. And it, they're they're Schrodinger's pizzas right now because you know, Mister Aziz <laughs> told us they were the deep dish pizzas, um, and we haven't seen them yet. So maybe they are. Maybe they're not. If they were, they are toast by this point. It's just. A whole sloshing marinara pool mess in there. Uh, mm -hmm. That it, oh no 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 no! But it's um, all bad. It's all uh, really horrendous. Um, oh man, this snap zoom on the clock though. It is. <laughs> I never, I never not laugh. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I I just love that he takes a second to stop and look at the clock. Right. Yeah. Which doesn't. Again, this is not a thing that makes sense. If you are if you are looking at a film as like a plot delivery device of you know rational decisions being made in a logical progression, but movies are emotional things. And this moment where he <laughs> stops and we snap zoom to the camera and then we snap zoom to his eyes, it makes emotional sense that 
this movie shows you how these types of moments in your life feel if not necessarily how they literally look or would work like we have all been in a situation where we're late to a thing and it's not working out and then we look up and we can know immediately looking at the clock kind of time slows down a little bit and it's obvious that we're screwed obvious and we recreate that feeling with this technique um and then we go from there and it makes you laugh because you recognize it because it's yeah and and his dorky (laughs) look oh man (laughs) he just like come on like (laughs) i love it his little steely gaze when he makes the decision like yeah where he's like he's he is it's it's simultaneously uh, uh like exhaustion and <laughs> and just like I guess I'm doing this now. Like I guess all I'm right. gonna, all right. It's my only choice. There's <laughs> another disturbance. Yeah. Um and uh, and it's all working together because the shot, you know, it's a disturbance. We see him make the, the decision and mm-hmm. uh <laughs> You, the way he makes that choice with his eyes, you feel like this is going to look really cool in a second. But we don't cut to the cool looking thing. We cut to him running across the street with the pizzas under his arm. Right. But we still have the heroic music. It, there's so many little humor beats that it, in there. And that... I, I, I can see a version of this scene directed by somebody else that is mm-hmm. just about the stakes that's mm-hmm. only about showing peter frazzled trying to get where he's going on time i mean D- david kep made a whole movie about that yeah yeah <laughs> people totally. on bikes trying to get to places on time <laughs> <laughs> premium uh yeah. places on time uh, in a rush rushing. and uh-huh. you rush there yeah but but this is sam raimi's having fun yeah he's having fun with it and i feel I feel in in like you said, look, we're in confident hands here. It's yeah. all good. It's yeah. all good. We're uh, I I do have questions <laughs> about where the bike is. Um. Yeah, I didn't. Know, um. Yeah, probably, I got nothing. Probably yeah. best not to think about probably. that. <laughs> where he where he left his uh, scooter bike uh, in New York City. Yeah, where it wouldn't. His most valuable possession, probably, that he has. Yeah. Oh, easily. Um, yeah, because it's not like he he didn't drive it to the you know alley mm-hmm. that he changes in. We see him running without mm-hmm. the thing. Maybe we can head cannon in that there were some like really legit bushes here that he can just th- <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw the bike the into. Yeah. yeah, nobody nobody will see. He's tried it before when there yeah. were other disturbances, and that's it's my like, motorcycle bush. Yeah, or he's got um, like. Got a friend just, that watches I, his motorcycle. <laughs> I just don't know why he wouldn't just store it in the alley that he's running into. But yeah, yeah, he stored or, it like, elsewhere. Web, web it up onto a roof somewhere where like nobody's gonna look for the for your bike, Peter, yeah. or something. No, but yeah, he put it somewhere as civilian Peter Parker, and then ran with the pizzas in his arms. Oh, too. but you know, you know what I would love though is uh, he drives the little bike into the alley, and then he comes out as Spider Man in on the bike with the helmet on. <laughs> It <laughs> just sort of pinches the bike between his legs and web slings over there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Places to be. Um, yeah, I <laughs> can't nowhere thing, to leave my bike. 
<laughs> gotta go. One thing I do love, I do dearly love it in comics, is when characters are wearing their outfit and then they wear something else on it. I, I like a goofy hat on the Spidey suit, please. Yes. That's, mm. With the Joe's Pizza sticker. Beautiful. It's so good. Oh man. Love Whoa! <laughs> he stole that guy's bike. I mean Love the it. best the best moment in uh Amazing Spider-Man 2 is the is is Oh when he's uh, wearing the he's got that. by the fireman hat. Yeah, and he's spraying the water. It's like yeah. ah it's God. Best. That's what I want. Yeah. He's yeah. also got one with the uh when he's sick and he like wears the <laughs> oh, wears yeah. hat. Oh, he wears yeah. like a toque on top of his <laughs> oh, that's the best. I love. I'm a sucker for that. Me too, um, man. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> More of that. that. More of that in movies. Less of like people being super serious. Please, yeah. please. <laughs> oh, anyway, I think that's. I think that's it. Uh, you want to yeah. save this guy for uh, Monday? That yeah, we'll talk more because his his big line is on Monday, so yeah. we'll talk about it then. It's true. It's Donnell Rawlings, but we'll talk about him on Monday. <laughs> that's true. Um, all right. Well, uh, that wraps up our, our first week of Spider-Man two. Heck yeah. We're well, in welcome back everybody. Oh, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with our, with our first guest of season two. Uh, in the meantime, if you haven't uh, visited our Patreon page, go check that out. Duelinggenre.com slash support. You have no idea how much your support means to us. If you've already, oh, if you're already supporting us, uh, I mean, it just, it, it helps so, so yes. much. Uh, so so much, and if you haven't checked checked it out yet, go do that. Duelinggenre.com slash support, uh, and you can uh, gain access to the Weekend Bugle, which I believe you got an episode or two of during the hiatus. So you kind of yeah. know what that is. <laughs> but now, uh, now Zach and I are uh, talking about sort of like all geek culture stuff, uh, yeah. a- a- along with um, Spider-Man related things. It's a bugle. But, uh, it's your news source. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Right. Tell yeah. It's just us talking about <laughs> talking about geek. Uh, geek culture news. Yeah. So uh, go go check that out if that's something that sounds interesting to you. Uh, go listen to the weekend bugle by becoming a Patreon uh, patron for five dollars a month. Five dollars a month. Come on. Yeah. Do I have to say less than a cup of coffee? Because it kind of is. <laughs> Especially if you're one of those people who uh, get the coffee with all the, the stuff in it. Um, yeah, and it's not so. just our show. You'll get all the all the other dueling yep. genre stuff with that with that Patreon everything support. movie reviews, mm-hmm. uh, you know everything. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure Zach and I will be talking about Infinity War when that hits. Oh, oh boy, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> oh boy, yeah. Um, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so you're definitely gonna want to become a patron if you want to hear what we have to say about Infinity War. Uh, and and all of that. So, you know, just something to think about. Doinggenre.com slash support. Appreciate Um, it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll be back on Monday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.